Welcome. Welcome back. Yes. Where from here? I'm Episode Alfred Nomad. 13, I'm Snell. And this is Where From Here. Um, welcome to the podcast for creatives, music lovers, people that care about culture moving mm-hmm. forward. We want to bring you to the table with us as we share insights while we're all trying to figure out our next steps to figure out where from here. If you're looking for figure out what music you should be listening to, what new stuff is going on right now, this is the, the uh, podcast you should be tuning, tuning into. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Spotify. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, this is brought to you by ourselves. We already said our names and our platform, Tone. And most importantly, make sure that you subscribe to our streaming platform on Tone.Vision. So, yes, sir. Yes, Snell, sir. how are you today, my guy? I'm good, man. I'm in a mood, but you know, I ain't going to let that hold me back. Um, you in a mood? I'm in a mood, what? man. I, ain't, I don't want to talk about it, but All I'm right. feeling good, though. I'm feeling really good. Got my got my new got the new hardware, got the new mic. You I see, know. man. We gotta give it up for you know, for getting the new hardware. We got the new mic, we got the new camera lenses out here. We really coming up. We, we making it work. You know, bro. people was hitting us up about our music opinions and stuff. Like yeah, everything life is good, man. I can't complain. Absolutely, bro. Um so with that being said, man, a lot of music out as usual. Um Matter of fact, wait, before we do that, it's, it's well, as we are recording this today, it's St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah, I'm tripping. You're tripping, it is Saint bro. Pa- I'm tripping. We got the green. We just went through this whole spiel about you not knowing how to pour a beer. Really? I thought <laughs> yo, that was going to be off yo, camera, bro. This man poured a beer just straight. Bro, the foam was about seven inches thick. Look, man, <laughs> I didn't know, okay? You learn every day. I, oh, man. Y'all know I'm not like a crazy drinker like that. Yeah. I didn't know, yes, I had to pour a new cup. <laughs> So I look presentable <laughs> on, on the pod. That's here Yo, nor there. All right. This man's phone was this thick. <laughs> we're not going to talk. We're not going to focus on that right now. Yeah, okay. But, uh, um, yeah, St. Patty's Day. Yeah. So, and, you know, in honor of that, we got the green beers and we just going to have a good time today. Yeah, man. So cheers to y'all. Thank you, everybody, for cheers. tuning in right now for Wear It From Yourself. That was for y'all, too. So, all right. So yeah, let's, man, let's, let's hop in. So this, I know last time we talked, we said that the music, it was pretty light. Yeah. That is not the case. Yeah, it's a lot, man. That is not the case anymore. It's a lot. We are back with music, so I want to hop right into it. Uh, this, this first person I want to bring up is um, actually a UK artist named Getz. Um, I think this album actually, I don't even think it dropped in 2021. I feel like it was 2020. I'm not sure. I think. Okay. But I uh, he had an album called Conflicts of Interest, um, and it's super dope. Um, I really, really rock with this album. Um I forget who the person was that even said that I should check this out, but I feel like I kept seeing... No, I know who it was. I follow Little Sims, mm-hmm. um, and she posted about his album, and I had seen the album artwork multiple times before then, and it made me want to check it out. And I saw... Uh, I went to his page, and he was like riding on a tank, I guess, what? out in the UK. It was like a promo for his for his album. I was like, okay, I have to check this out. Um, That's cool. It was, it was... He's... He can really rap. Um, it, it was really uh, dope to listen to, and storyteller, like everything you like about an artist, mm-hmm. I feel like he got it. Like he 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 can really he can really really rap. He's he's lyrical. He picks great production. He's versatile, and uh, he also um, uh, can can take you on a journey with his music. So yeah. I really rock with it. I actually started the album today. Where would you? Think I'm only so like four tracks deep because I had the some other shit going on. But yeah, it was dope. Dope. It yeah. was dope from what I heard. Got you. My uh, standout tracks that I really like was a song called Skangman. <laughs> I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, this I is another another time we, I had to look UK it up. Thing. So yeah, so Skang is, this is what I looked up. So if I'm wrong, somebody from the UK, you could tell me. Okay, but Skang supposedly is a slang term for like a, one, a knife. 
but it also can be a gun. I think maybe smokes or something like that. But either way, but it, it's um, but it can be for a knife or a gun. And I think they mean it as like gunman. I think is what mm. they're saying. But anyway, it's called Skangman. It's featuring Stormzy, which is another very popular um UK rap artist and. Uh, that song is really dope. That's probably my favorite record on there. He had another song called Hop Out that's really tight. You should look into as well. And a song that really gave me his background and his story and also is a way that I could um, really resonate with him is a song called Proud Family that I thought was really Proud good. So okay. If you could listen to like all three of those tracks, it's like they all sound different. So, um, But it's all really good. So you should absolutely check that out for sure. Bet. Another one, uh, Indiana native, Indiana native, who we've shouted out mm-hmm. on multiple episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know that uh, Matt Lib and Freddie Gibbs dropped a Bandana Super Deluxe, and if you album. don't know, Bandana was his first album before Alfredo, the one that should have won all the Grammys, in my opinion. Actually, well, um, not his first album, no, just the, the one, with, but just Matt the Lib, one with Matt Lib. Well, yeah, first one with Matt just Lib. the one before Alfredo. Um, that album was fire. Yes. And now he dropped the Super Deluxe. Yes. Yeah, so um, when I saw it, bro, there was like, I don't even know how many tracks it's like it was. like 50-something songs. Yeah, and I just like, immediately didn't listen. I listened. <laughs> I didn't, I don't know if I got through the whole thing, to be honest with you, but there's, it's a lot of instrumentals and like little like remakes or just, just extra stuff. Mm-hmm. You could tell it was like ideas that just didn't make the album, mm-hmm. um, but it was really good. Madlib dropped a, a beat tape um, not too long ago too. So this was like some more bonus beat tape stuff that I liked. So if you like Madlib production, you should look into this deluxe album. It's kind of cool. So and I know you put me on to the next one, so I'll let you take that one from here. Man, my guy, Currency. Um, Currency dropped a new album, Collection Agency, and it's fire, bro. Like Currency is that type of music. It's music to ride to. Like I got a playlist, that, and I named it Music to Ride to. It's just like that smooth, like summertime type shit. Yep. You know, Currency always talking that talk. Um, he's grown so much because when I first was put on the currency he was actually signing young money with wayne mm-hmm. the original young money before it got all like nikki and all of them the original young money with him mac main uh boo all them you know the old young money that's when i uh first got put on to him but um his style has just progressed something crazy and he left all the deals on the table because he didn't want to go mainstream and i think it really paid off for him he, he really carved out a lane for himself have you heard the album i have heard the album what'd you think I liked it. I liked it. I think it's it's if you rock with currency, that's what you're getting. Like he's very much sticking to his script, mm-hmm. sticking to what he does. He just gives you new music to ride and smoke to. I know that's what yeah. his whole he, thing's uh, about. He, so um songs that stood out for me was Jermaine Dupree. Um that song was hard, it gave me a nostalgic feel. Yeah, yeah. And then the outro, um, Misty, the outro is just I think that's my favorite. Spazzing. Yeah, I think Spaz- that's my that was like probably some of the best raps i've heard from him um because he can rap he doesn't always try to get in that like super lyrical pocket yeah he was spitting on this one i'm not gonna say lyrical but he was actually just like giving you some bars so uh i enjoyed it so yeah nice nice bro Go check that out mal currency collection agency yes all right and um next thing is a single that had a lot of anticipation or and i i'm i was ups, i was a little mad when it first came because i thought that they were going to drop an album but it oh was no a, yeah it was a single but it was yeah, a single it was a single uh bruno mars and anderson pack uh dropped mm-hmm. their single well they uh, are they under the, the name group, yeah. the, under under the group of silk sonic they dropped leave the door open I'm a leave the door. <laughs> yo that's that i 
it's everything you would hope for. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It's it that they got it, man. Yeah, I, I'm I'm it. excited for their project. They got it. Yeah, like there's no way it's not gonna slap. Like there's no way it's not gonna be a great album. It's probably like the Grammys are just waiting for them. I yeah, think. and all, all I can picture, they definitely are carving out a lane with this one. If the album's anything like the single, because you know Bruno already had that like old school type feel to him with mm-hmm. the band and the you know dancing around. Yeah, I feel like they really. All I see is them in like some five heartbeat suits on stage. You yeah. know, dance. They got the back of you know three other dudes dancing. It's that type of feel, temptation type, like old school feel to me. Yeah, because uh, they both already don't miss on their music. Yeah. So I, it's yeah, I'm I'm excited for what they've done, and they're you, they're kind of taking an older route too. Of they got us anticipated about them just doing it in the first place and then they dropped the single and they <clears throat> did a whole press run for the single and we don't even know when the album's coming so yeah. does bruno play any instruments yeah I, yeah i believe so i I've believe because he produces i'm sure, too, I'm sure I he does i just i know anderson playing all kind of shit all throughout this album yeah i know um, i know anderson's main main instrument is the drums mm-hmm. but i'm pretty positive that bruno can play too i feel like they both they both can play multiple uh, multiple instruments i'm pretty sure bet well, yeah, check that out, man. Silk Sonic, leave the door open. That is, it's fire. It's gonna be fire. The album gonna be fire. Go listen to it. Yeah. Um, this next one, man. You know, I've been on like some some rock type shit lately. Um, and I don't even listen to the young dudes like that for some reason. Like the new mm-hmm. school, like that. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big trippy red fan, but somehow he he dropped like a 40 track album. I was just scrolling through, yeah. And again, I immediately was like, I'm not listening to this. <laughs> when I when I see that many tracks, I'm like, dude, come on. So I was like, all right, you know what? I saw Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker on like the first like three songs. I was like, hold up. Okay. So I, I clicked it, and the the first half of the album is like all rock, like it's legit like rock. Okay. The second half is the the hip hop R and B. Um, and I honestly really fuck with the first half. Um, so needless to say, you ended up listening. To I it. ended up, I ended up. No, I only listened to the first half. Okay. Because uh, the second half was a bunch of songs that I already heard before. So I'm, I'm guessing mm. he just kind of compiled them together. Okay. Um, but the rock portion, bro, Machine Gun Kelly, Travis Barker, and all the other bands he had on there, cold. So yeah, legit like rock. Legit. You know how you know how I was fawning over that Machine Gun Kelly album. Yeah. It's that it's on that level. So was Trippy Red really showing he yes. is a rock yes. artist, or yes. was it that he just collaborated with a bunch Mm-mm. of rock artists? He showed versatility, bro, and okay. I, I was like really shocked because, like I said, I'm not a fan of none of them. You know, Trippy Red, and I'm not saying they suck. I'm just not a fan. I just don't listen because it's like you know. But um, he killed it, bro. He really showed versatility. I mean, it's straight rock. It ain't like a, a a rapper on rock beats collaborating with rock artists. It's like rock artists. It's a rock album. Got so you. I could see that. I could see him doing something like that. I actually saw him perform live once. How was that? It was. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Like I mean, you know, it was. It was. I, I was. I felt like the oldest dude in the crowd. I feel um, like. uh, but it was at a festival though. At a at a small festival. So I. I was just honestly just blown away. Like I didn't even know, I didn't even know he had that in him. But the album's called Pegasus, Neon Stark versus Pegasus. So I'm guessing the Neon Stark versus whatever. That's just the rock versus the hip hop, whatever. But mm. go check that out, man. And uh, the song that stood out to me was Red Sky. That song was super hard. And um, what was the other one? What was the other one? Uh, Megalodon was hard too. So check, just check the album out, bro. You're going to be really shocked. Uh, right. And everybody out there, check it out. So, Dope. yeah. 
Okay. Um, okay, so one more. Uh, for Alex, crazy how much Freddie Gibbs is getting in this freaking mm-hmm. pod. But so, I love this song, by the yeah, way. Yeah, uh, so he's featured on a song by an artist named Joyce Rice. Yeah. Never heard of this this woman before this song, um, but she did this song. It's it's very, it has like a very kind of 90s yeah. R&B and, and, and hip-hop vibe yeah. to it. It's summertime, too, and the video really made me like, man, I got to get outside. Yeah, I got to touch the streets. <laughs> yeah, when the they, summer hit, when they, summer hit, they had the choreographed dancing and yeah. all that. It, it, it's a it's a feel good record. Mm-hmm. It, like you said, as you're preparing for like spring summertime to start stepping outside, it's a good record for that. So it's yeah. called, um, by Joyce Rice called On One and it's featuring Freddie Gibbs. He did his thing on there too. So it's just a real good feel song. So you should check that out. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Uh, Drizzy. Yes. Drizzy dropped a little surprise. EP, what was it, three songs? Yeah, so Drake dropped uh, his EP, Scary Hours 2, I guess mm-hmm. just kind of a warm-up for the full length. Yeah, man. Uh, what did you think? I thought it was fire as usual, honestly. Business as usual for him. I mean, yeah, he don't miss. I don't, it's crazy. Yeah. The What's Next song was hard. The, the Lemon Pepper Freestyle was with Rick Ross was hard. Um, the song with Lil Baby was hard. And what's crazy is all three of these songs are numbers one, two, and three on the charts. Right. Yeah. And I think he isn't he the first artist to to, to do, do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And this ain't even like he just threw something out. That's what I'm saying. I think it was very clear to me that these songs were not his album songs. Yeah. But they're just good records to be able to just drop. So it's not even like these are just the best songs. He just he just, he just threw just, it out. It's just he he's just that big of an artist at this point that. It'll, mm-hmm. it'll end up being that way. So that's the same way when he dropped the he dropped the like a literally an EP of just songs that didn't make none of his albums that he had sitting around mm-hmm. and all those songs not all of them but like half the album charted. Do you remember that when he dropped those? I think yeah, like I think last I, year or sometime. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like it's, it's supposed to be like, like a playlist. This type dude of can thing. just yeah. throw songs out and they chart. Just yeah. imagine when the when the album dropped because right. everybody's waiting on it. Because everybody's going to check it out either because you're a fan or just because you want to mm-hmm. know what people are going to be talking about. So you're going to check it out. So What would you think about it? I liked it. I liked it. Uh, What's Next, I think, is my favorite record yeah, on there. that um, beat is hard. Yeah, and Lemon Pepper Freestyle is like the the Drizzy you like to mm-hmm. hear, like you can ride to, and he's just spitting like mm-hmm. some real stuff. So, And, of course, you got got uh, Rick Ross on there, too. So those are my favorites, you know, but they all, they all are pretty good. So I rock with it. Bet. Yeah, man. All right, so I'm very, very, very proud to announce this next album. Now, I usually shout out the homies at the end of the podcast, but I have to mention this next to these artists because um, my guy Suli4Q dropped an album called Scarlet Red, and it actually charted. Um, it, oh, that's it, hard. Yeah, it was number nine on Billboard. So I'm Sheesh. proud of you, bro. Like that's for real. Hard. Like this is my homie, homie. Like my brother, brother. Like remember when I, <laughs> when I was um, about to drop my album and posted that picture? Like mm-hmm. he Facetimed me, like mm-hmm. trying to make sure I was straight. Like did I need to come? Like that's come in, hard. With the, whatever. Like this is my homie, homie. Like I we we um, started out. Um, I mean, he had been doing it. He's from he's from uh, Kansas City. But we both lived in Atlanta around the same time for a little while, and I just saw him come come up from nothing, and he's built such a great brand for himself. He's um, affiliated with different artists under uh, the Strange Music <clears throat> with Tech Nine. His his people. Yeah. He's done some production and writing for that for their camp. Um, he's got his own brand like clothing company called Real. 
and he's like got multiple stores that he's in and he's just he's just really doing it. Like I just watched him do this from like I said, from nothing. And it's just hard. I'm, I'm proud great. of you, bro. That's super dope. So let's give it up for, for Suli, man. I'm, I'm proud of you, bro. So yeah. Uh yeah, so Scarlet Red, you gotta check it out. It is a really good album, obviously, and it charted too, so you have to check it out. My favorite songs on there was Please Don't. Yeah, please don't, please don't. Mm-hmm. Uh he can he can rap, he can sing, um, and he also I have to shout out to his visual, his visual game is crazy on point okay he's ma- he's making movies basically with his with his like i is like i feel like you i don't know we haven't had the conversation but i feel like you have to own the cameras because you're like he's yeah. shoot, the way he's shooting things is so high quality and he does it for like every song and it's like mm-hmm. like i said it's like short films slash movie type stuff with every video that he drops so uh, i'm proud of you and he has another song, Only Know How, Only Know How to Win. I think those are my favorite uh, records on there. But it's damn near like every song on the album sounds like it could be a single. So That's really tight. Yeah, you got to check that out. Suli4Q is S-U-L-I, the number four, and then the letter Q. Suli4Q, Scarlet Red, and the, and the red is spelled R, number three, <clears throat> letter D, Scarlet Red. So check that out. All right. Um, that's dope. Super. Congratulations again. Charting, yeah. that's 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 big. It's that's major. Um, all right, man. Let me let me shout out my guy from the city. And this was a this was a very quick turnaround, but um, my guy TJ, man, Thomas James, hit me up. Um, you know, he said, you know, he he see what what we doing on the show. He see the vision, and he just wanted to, you know, submit some music. Yeah. And um, I was like, all right, you know, point me in the direction what what you want me to hear, because I I knew he started rapping. I just hadn't got around. I used to hoop with him back in the day. Right. Um, and he dropped Volume One, the album or whatever. And um, man. I was, I was pleased. It was good. Uh, yeah, bro. This dude, this dude is he the real deal. I'm gonna give. I gotta give it to you, bro. Um, I listened to the album straight through. I didn't no skips. The bars is is there. They crazy. Um, dude got you got talent, bro. You you've gained a fan in, in me. So um, I really gotta just shout you out. And you from the city, Naptown. Um, and you killed it, man. And uh, my favorite tracks, favorite tracks on the album, Limo Tent. The bars on there is just crazy. Um, and Pressure. Pressure was probably my favorite. Pressure was like, Pressure's that one. That one. Okay. Your next video, you got to do something for Pressure. Like, push that. Because that shit was hard. Yeah, I want you to check it out. I'm going I'm to play it after this. Um, and and uh, he got a video out right now for his track off the same album called Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Okay. And it's cool. He got his kids in there. They jumping on the bed behind him while he rapping. It's a dope. It's a dope visual. I like it. Uh, I like that. Yeah, it was it was super cool. So yeah, man. Shout out to you, Thomas James, Volume One. Go check that out. It's on uh, Apple Music, Spotify. I listened to it. I definitely added Pressure and Limo Ten on my playlist. But don't don't take my word for it. Just go listen to it. Nice, cool. Yeah, man. man. So that is the new music to check out. So okay, stuff has been going on. So. A lot of stuff. Yeah, there's we can't even get into everything. I feel like that's gone on. But um so first of all, we always like to shout out big deals that happen. I feel like there's another thing we need to mention too, but Jay-Z uh had his partnership with Square. So I'm just gonna read that it says Dorsey Square is acquiring a majority stake in Jay-Z streaming music company title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Square, Jack Dorsey's digital uh, payment company, is acquiring a majority ownership stake in the music streaming service title. Um, and the deal is expected to be a mix of cash and stock of $297 million. Yep. And the artist 
right? And the, the artist, the artist get, get equity. Stake. Yeah. yeah. So the so remember remember when he uh, when they were launching title and he had all the artists on stage mm-hmm. and everybody was trying to play them and mm-hmm. act like this this looks like a now everybody's getting a everybody's yeah. winning so yep. for all for everybody who was clowning them and thought yeah. it was like a like the a artist, stunt yeah the artists that actually did roll with it um they all got a payout of eight million or something like that so just just a smooth eight million off of something you thought wasn't gonna be nothing Nicki minaj wayne kanye uh it was a bunch of beyonce a bunch of other artists Got a cool little eight million off this deal, so there you have it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So, stick. and that and that goes into what we were saying too. People sometimes create a business to sell it, and re- while also retaining ownership. So, I mean, there proof is in the pudding, bro. Right. So, and that actually goes right into yep. the next thing we were going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wait, wait, wait. Let me pause. Okay. Are you going to the next topic? I will. Okay, real but, quick, real quick, okay, real quick. Ahead. Let me because this is the, the same exact thing happened with Swiss Beats and Timberland. Oh yeah, they sold ahead. the versus uh, brand because you know we all was watching versus and we were stuck in the house on quarantine. They sold the versus brand to Triller, and all of the artists that have been involved up to this point get equity. I didn't know that. That's how you. That's how that's you. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. I like that. <laughs> but that's same type of thing, bro. Same. And honestly. They didn't even have to pay the artists, but they did it on the strength, bro. So that's that's fire. So kudos to them. Talk about for the culture. Mm-hmm. That that's how that's 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 a good definition of for the culture. You created something that in a in a time where everybody was down, and you created some entertainment for mm-hmm. everybody for free. You know what I'm saying? And and got and all these mm-hmm. artists that deserve their flowers, mm-hmm. like you know, you bring them back to do these yep. these these celebrations of each other yep. relive the music together as a as a like the whole world together i just feel like that's super dope and then they end up making a business move out of it keeping equity and giving stake yep. to the artists that participated that's and, yes and they still have creative control they're still the ones running it that's too. amazing so bro. i mean i'm glad to shout out man come on that's, that's whole swiss tim what can you say? I love to see it, man. All um, right. So speaking of uh, having something to sell but still have ownership in it, I kept hearing about this, <sighs> this acronym, NFTs. <laughs> I'm going to do... Gerard, are you familiar with NFTs? Okay. All right. He knows what it is. All Gerard, right. Gerard kind of the one that got me into crypto low-key. Oh, word. Okay. So, I mean, you know. Cool. So, all right. So, um, for those who don't know, so I, I have my homie uh, B- uh, Bib. He told me about this, uh, about NFTs. He told me this about maybe three weeks to a month ago. Like, yo, yeah. you need to look into NFTs, NFTs. Like, it's going to be the future. It's the future, bro. Check into it. I started to. I was like, I don't quite get it. But I, I was like, all right. So, I'm going to read this to y'all. NFT stands for non-fungible token. It's a digital token that's a type of cryptocurrency, uh, much like Bitcoin. If anybody knows blockchain, I'll get to that as well. But um, NFTs are super... Gerard about, about to uh, jump on the mic right now. He know everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically, uh, it's a super very, but they could take the form of a piece of a digital art or music file, anything unique that could be stored digitally and be thought of to hold... Um, value. Mm-hmm. I'm going to break this down later, but I just want to also give the definition of blockchain. Blockchain, because you probably will hear that too, is a system of recording information in a way that makes it difficult or impossible to change, hack, or cheat the system. So I will break this down slightly. So yeah. NFTs basically are a way for you to sell your digital assets like it's, if you could say, a piece of physical artwork, if you want to say. So mm-hmm. let's say you have a painting 
and you have you know how there's the Picasso painting, mm-hmm. you have the original Picasso painting, and then you just have anybody can make a copy yeah. of the of the Picasso painting. But the people who have the actual um the the legit one. The file. The, yeah. You can the, the NFT. Yeah. Of you, that. Yeah. Right. So so for like an artist, if they made some their album artwork, they could create an NFT for it and they can sell the original album artwork to someone in the same vein that you would for a um a, a piece of artwork and yeah and then they can also keep stake in the in or own, a piece of ownership of it to the person who sells it so and this is supposed to, this is going to be a piece of the future for music digital art mm-hmm. graphic work whatever it's it's and i i'm with, i'm for it though in a in a sense of because i'm an advocate for um like I, the the fact that music and a lot of these like visuals are just all so accessible they don't hold value to people mm-hmm. so i feel like this is a way to content to contain some sort of value and actually treat it like it's a piece of art yeah so i like that i'm with that i'm scared of when not even if but when this becomes super commodified and and capitalized and it becomes like there's some Spotify version of NFT yeah, I, platform where you can sell your stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and then everybody got. You know what I'm saying? I, that's that's what I'm worried about. But for now, I rocks with it. I mean, I rock. With, I understand it. I get it. I guess. Um, yeah. I just don't. It, it's blowing my mind how much money some of these are generating. Like, um, okay, let me ask. Let me ask you, Gerard. What you seem you seem to know about NFTs? What is um, what is the best route? What is the best piece of digital media you think is going to be the most profitable in an NFT? So basically, for the people out there, like he said, it's digital content. Anything digital, you can create an NFT for it and sell the original copy. Or right, is that is that it? Yeah. So the one the one piece that's not necessarily you can do yet is like a legit full song. You because right. you have okay. there's so many pieces. Let's say there's a sample. Like there's mm-hmm. too many moving parts right now for them to legally be able to do that yet. But there are producers that are selling samples to that okay. as an NFT. So there are audio files per se. But yes. Um. But other than that, yeah, just about anything digital, you could All make right. an NFT for it. So what's what do you think the most profitable digital piece of media is for an NFT? It depends. I think you really just have to do your research. I think what you said with samples is that is exactly what's gonna be samples. Yeah, because I mean, mm. digital media. I feel like anyone can do that or recreate mm-hmm. samples. I mean, there's a lot of life but you but, but isn't that the point though you can't recreate it because like once it has that nft stamp on it you can't recreate it like that's the original mm-hmm. and if it don't come with that nft approval in the blockchain mm-hmm. that's it so i mean like what i've been hearing is art and i've been seeing a freaking uh gucci ghost you seen the you seen the gucci ghost uh gif mm-hmm. there was a gif the Gu- gucci made that uh, or just so some gucci random artist is, is um he's an artist that works with Gucci. Oh, okay. Kind of adding like a street style to Gucci. Yeah, he sold this little gif for like thousands <laughs> of, thousands of dollars. And I'm like, what? And it's just a gif of a ghost with the Gucci symbol all through it. And it's like moving, like just a little gif. Mm. Yeah, you can sell gifs, probably like, some memes, like whatever. It's any, crazy. any type of digital content. This could get dicey for sure, especially with the way that people share things. But that's that just depends on if there's gonna be a limit on if you can share it. But they probably sell it is the main thing. Like if you own it. But also, 
I like I said, I think I'm I'm kind of with it because it gives a way to keep some sort of um legitimacy and and limits when it comes to digitals and sharing and stuff and plus how we all put our stuff up on Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. and they technically own it type of thing. So if you have an NFT for it, they don't own it, you know what I'm saying? You do. So Yeah, it's, 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 it could get dicey, but I'm I'm like I said, I'm interested to see, to me. see where this is going to go, but I I I'm down for the fact that artists are able to create things that um that can work for them and, and make them more money and make their art more valuable. I saw that Guap Dad 4000, the artist, he was the first artist I saw do like an NFT. Like he create, he produced a beat and a song to the beat and then and made a, a digital like, wasn't like a GIF, but it was some sort of like digital image slash like moving mm-hmm. image that you could create an NFT for and then that he sold to his fans to be able to purchase or did a yeah. bid for it or whatever. And it was, you can only get it there. So, you know, I get it. I mean, it seems like it's more for the collectors to me. Like yeah, yeah, for, for sure. me personally, I could, I don't care about having the original copy of Lil Wayne's the Carter. Like, I don't care. Like yeah. I can go listen to it, but I feel like people are going to get into it for the money and more or less instead of the love for sure. Uh, and that's, what's going to ruin it in my opinion, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Now I will say this to the artists. I don't know which camera, is the is this a, is this it? All right. So I don't know for the artists out here that are looking into NFTs. Let me tell you how this <clears> could be <throat> beneficial for you. Sorry to have this big harp on NFTs, mm-hmm. but it is a thing. Yeah. So let's say you create some sort of moving artwork for your album. This one thing, and you make an NFT for it, and you sell it. But you k- make sure that you keep fifteen percent of that NFT for the life for forever royalties. So you've sold it, but you keep fifteen percent. Now let's say you're you blow up after this. Like in five years, you blow up, and then now the person who owns the NFT wants to sell it. You're gonna make fifteen percent off of this NFT mm-hmm. for the forever. You know your your estate will will benefit from whatever sales are done. Or let's say you fall off, and the person wants to get rid of it. You still make it. You still make some bread yeah. off of it later. So. Like I said again, it just makes it a way for people to to really be able to make some bread. So, yeah, looking at NFTs, you man. might want to look all, into it. Just look into it. It's a lot, but uh, you know, between crypto, trying to research that, and then the NFTs popping up, it's a lot. But the world is changing. It's it's hey, this is where the it's world going. Is so you got to look into it. Make all right? your monies. Yeah, for sure. All right. Speaking of, so from the new school, let's go to the to the old the uh, the old mm. estate of what of music. So. Yeah. Um, we just had the Grammys, um, our 2021 Grammys um, that just happened. Did you see any of it? Um, I saw it? Lil Baby's performance. I saw um, Dua Lipa, the pop star. I saw her perform. I saw I saw a couple things, um, but I didn't really watch it because I don't watch the Grammys. Uh, I don't know. What about you? I saw. I didn't watch it live, but I did see clips of um, of the some of the performances. I didn't see all of them, but uh, I I have some people that, that we're gonna shout out later. Uh, but yeah, I I saw some clips of it. From the main thing that I've heard from people that did watch it is that they liked it, and it's kind of like how I feel like the VMAs or whatever, whatever other mm-hmm. big awards show that happened that was digital or the BT awards. People actually like the digital side of it or it being virtual yeah, because people, better. you know, you could really put your put quality into your show you know or the different pieces of it so it wasn't as on the fly kind of low maybe somewhat rougher production Mm -hmm. of the show so people really liked it i feel like so i feel like there's gonna be elements of how they did it this year into the next one Mm -hmm. 
And again, as we said before, I feel like this year people, some people got awards that just because they've been old for so long, and then there's some people who I'm not really rocking with that got certain awards. So, you want to get into some of these? <laughs> um, yeah, man. Why not? Why not? Um, let's start with album of the year. So this is a shocker because I didn't I didn't watch. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Taylor Swift won album of the year for Folklore. Did you even know Folklore even existed? I was just about to say that. Gerard, did I you know? Even know she dropped an album. I didn't know she dropped the album. Thank you. I didn't. I'm thinking it was. Didn't she have something called like uh um. What the free cardigan or something? Wasn't that an album? I didn't know she was that, had or was that a, a single. I don't, I don't even know. know, bro. I don't. I didn't know she had an album. I didn't know she had a single. I, I don't know. What like Grant? What? Uh, and honestly, all of these uh albums that were nominated, I don't even know except for Janae Aiko, um, Haim. I, I I really like Haim. Haim, whatever. whatever sorry, dope. I really like them. Uh, Eric, Post Malone, but. I don't know. I don't know why I feel like that's old. This but is it, super poppy, bro. This these these albums. Yeah, ba- basically super. everything in here is like poppy minus Janae. Um, so somehow Taylor Swift won. And this but, is her third time winning album of the year. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like this is. I gotta. I feel like I gotta watch what I say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have so many things I want to say, bro. I don't know. Like I, I I say this. I feel like Taylor Swift got slighted a certain year. When something bad happened, okay, that I people didn't really, really didn't like, and yeah. I feel like after that, people were like, "We gonna look out for you moving forward. We gonna make sure you get your flowers." I don't know. I... We don't. They don't know your album. We're gonna make sure they know your album. Yeah, I, I don't Ta- know. Let I... me make this clear though, Taylor <laughs> Swift. I I love you as an artist. Like I think she's a super. I've always I've said this multiple times. Like I think she's an amazing songwriter. You're a talented artist. Do you think that you should have won album of the year? I really wonder. I'm not gonna get honestly. Into it. I'm not gonna ask that. I'm I'm just saying I didn't know she had an album. So I mean, but there's a there's a very I will say this. There's a let me play devil's advocate. There is a much greater poppy fan base, way outside of our range in the millions, that probably loved that album. I'm assuming. Man, <laughs> albums of the if, year. If I, if I go ask her fan base, did you listen to Lil Baby's album? They're gonna be like, who? It's the same shit. But is that real? Is that even the case anymore, though? When it's, when you say that there's a pop, this this magical pop population that only listens to people like Taylor, is that really the major population nowadays? I think so. I do. What do you I, think? I honestly do. I think that's debatable now. I think it's debatable. I don't know. That I honestly the... do, bro. I do. Bro, bro. Vanessa Bryant says she doesn't even know who Meek Mill is. She know who Meek Mill Man, is, bro. Why she got a lie? She know. That was a slight. She know who Meek Mill is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't but that's know. her. Like that's not even the point. I though. know a I'm, bunch. I know a bunch of people that don't know any of the music that I play, and it's like notable music. All right. Um. I think I'm not saying I agree with you that there is a big population of people that listen to that in that realm, and that's it. But I'm. I would argue that that I don't I don't think that that is the the case anymore. That's the main pop popular thing anymore. No 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 no. no. Let me that, let me rephrase. Hip hop is definitely hip hop and R and B. You know the culture. That's what I like to call it. Is the number one genre. Period. But I'm just saying there is enough people out there to where her album could be pushed to number one, including the the board of the Grammys. That don't know anything We're not about even get into the board. Let me, well, let me yeah. bring the point back around. 
the people on that board are part of that mystical audience that I'm talking about. And because they don't even know the culture, they don't even vote for the culture. And okay. that's been the issue with the Grammys forever. Okay. It's like, why are they voting for best rap album? They don't even know who have half the artists, if not all any other artists on the nomination. So I feel like that's why this always happens. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. That's why people saying, you know, forget the Grammys, boycott the Grammys. So I'm I'm gonna bring this up slightly. Um, cause I, I just feel like I should, um, if you saw, you said you saw Lil Baby's performance, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you heard about this and I'm, I did send you this. Yeah. yeah so did. we're going to talk about this. Yeah. So, um, Samira, Samiria Rice, the mother of Tamir Rice, um, called out Tamika Mallory and other neoliberal activists is what they called it. Um, stating that, you know, the people in the Black Lives Matter movement are kind of riding the family's backs for clout and to get money. Um, and she is not happy with people like these, you know, people like she named them by name. She did, like, yeah, she she did. So, like, but Tamika Mallory was a, was the first person she really called out because she was also a part of Lil Baby's performance. Mm-hmm. When I saw the, I'll be I'll be honest, when I saw the performance, I didn't think anything was wrong with the performance itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I got the point. But yeah, she, that, but I know there's more to this story, and I know we don't see the backside of things. Mm-hmm. We don't see on the back end what's going on. Like I said, these are the families. Of people who have been wrongfully murdered by the police, and yeah. you know they're the ones really that you know. If anybody, if we're gonna see what's what's what or what's really going on when it comes to how the state of that family and how how they're being represented and looked out for, they would know. Yeah. So I'm not gonna debate that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, but I think the argument becomes too is like, are artists not supposed to mention these things that are going on? Like it's it's like yeah. art imitating it's life a slippery slope you know what i'm saying so i i and this was just a a, a personal conversation i was having <clears throat> like of kind of like yeah i don't i'm not really rocking with the you know the artists you know making these songs about the police and doing these shows and making money off of this but not really doing nothing to support the the people that it's yeah. actually affecting i get that i i think that if you if you're on a certain level and you actually have access to these people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and, and can really make a difference. <clears throat> I absolutely think that you should check in or you should make sure that what you're doing is actually helping yeah, those people. Sure. Um, but I don't think that because then you would complain about them just making music about money, hoes, and bitches. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like you're gonna be mad that they're talking about real things going on. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I don't think that's wrong. But yes, I feel like we should also make sure we know why we're doing it and not just try to capitalize or ride the wave because I feel like that comes with anything too. Yeah. It. That's a tough one because when you when you showed me that and she named like all the people that she thinks is just doing it for clout, I was actually really shocked because yeah, from from my followings of these people, Tamika Mallory, Sean King, uh, mm. other people, yeah, um, you know, I thought they were just doing it for justice. You know what I mean? Um, and to speak out and at least bring awareness to it, but you can't tell the moms how to feel, you know. Um, mm. But I agree with what you said. Like if I if I'm doing a song and even if I have a performance and I'm doing anything with showing cops and kill, you know, just like little baby's performance and showing a black person running from the cops or whatever, or just bringing awareness. I want to make sure that I'm in touch with these families yeah. for sure. Like you said, I'm on that level. I can reach. I can reach you. Like I got the pull to reach you. Let's figure something out. And um, oh, even uh, attorney Ben Crump, the mm-hmm. one that's representing um all the family, pretty much. All these strings of wrongful deaths by the police. Yeah. He's been the attorney that's been representing the families. Um, 
And I seen people making making a point that got me thinking because uh, Tamir's mom was saying that, you know, Ben Crump is especially like he he's just he doesn't know the law and all this other stuff. She was I was reading more articles into this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and he didn't get me justice. And from my understanding, um, he's a civil rights attorney, not a like justice attorney. So his his uh, job is to get at least get you money. I don't know if that's true. This is just what I read. Mm. Um, and you have to do the court of law thing to hold the cops accountable. You know, he can bring awareness as much as he can. Um, but I don't know if civil rights is going to necessarily get you justice. You know, civil rights. Uh, I don't know. This is just what I read. So it got me thinking. So I'm bringing it up here. What do you think about that? I, I Like you said, I'm not as familiar with the law yeah, see, with, I, with those things either. So I can only say so much. But... I will say this, getting the families paid isn't enough. Of course it'll, not. That'll never be enough and, and okay, and that should never be, I feel like, the main priority for whoever represents these families is just to get them paid off because that's just hush money. And 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 in more <clears throat> cases than not, the people that are actually paying that money is the taxpayers, not the people responsible for the debt. Yeah, yeah, no, but, but I'm asking, when you so, file yeah. a civil suit... yeah. That's that's different from firing filing like a justice like to send a person to jail like you can't send somebody to jail on a civil suit can you like I I don't know. I don't know that's something okay. yeah we have to look into if anybody knows of this please hit our yeah hotline I, saw, I saw that or, and a lot of people were saying it so I was yeah. figured I'd bring it up I don't know if anybody knows that please hit us up so we can um and like send us a message text us uh, hit our hotline like whatever you can do hit hit us up yeah. and give us some information yeah, us so some we can info. know more we'll definitely mention it on the next uh, next episode so, um yeah. let's let's wrap up the grammys let's bring true, it back true. up let's bring yeah, it back yeah. up so um, um i know okay. beyonce got she's won now the most grammys ever by, ever um by is it any artist ever or just any i think female i'm pretty artist? sure it's ever i think so too so shout out to beyonce i mean well deserved like i, I yeah. said this on an interview i did earlier this week that beyonce is just the best entertainer Wherever we're probably ever gonna see in our lifetime, I feel like. Yeah. So by a woman and uh, what to say? Beyonce broke the record for all time wins by a woman and any singer, male or female, with twenty eight Grammys. Okay. Yeah. So, so period. So she's she's the best. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations to her. Yeah. Um, um, Nas won best rap, rap album, album of the year, and I I've seen a few hip hop um, media outlets that have said the same thing. It's like this wasn't. I feel like this was one of those where Nas won because he's deserved it. Like he's he's been nominated like fourteen times, but never won. A, you think a Grammy. is that how you feel? Yeah, who I think you, that think I think that won? he won not because he had the best album of the year, but because he's been slighted so many times and he had a really good album this year. I'm not saying he hasn't had it other years, but I feel like mm. he got he got nominated for it this year and yeah. it was a good album. So I think that's what happened. To me, it was either Alfredo or Royce. In my opinion, Royce um, had the best album out of these nominees. Royce had the best album. That's in my opinion, for sure. Okay, yeah. Um. Ooh, Thundercat. Thundercat, man. Thundercat get, I'm happy for Thundercat, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm glad you. I'm glad you got something, bro. Best I'm, progressive R and B album. Yeah, he's a. He. I'm major fan of Thundercat. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's the one. Of, I mean, I feel like he's known. Like people know him. I feel like, but he's. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that he won for sure. Oh, um, best new artist, Meg Thee Stallion. I've I. I predicted that one. I thought that was gonna happen. She was everywhere. Out of her, no, out of the nominees, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, out of the nominees, it's not even close. To be honest, I mean, it maybe Doja Cat, but nah, she. But Meg, honestly, Meg, Meg the Stallion is like Meg out of here. That. I'm surprised that. Well, I don't know if like the baby, it would have 
Would he have? Would he have? Uh, I think he would have. I think he should have got nominated. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised the baby didn't get nominated. Roddy Rich, though. Roddy Rich, that too. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, I'm surprised. Did Roddy Rich win any, win anything? Uh, I don't know. I feel I like he. Don't. I feel like he should have been. I know the box was nominated, but he didn't win. But uh, yeah. And the last thing, song of the year, uh, I Can't Breathe by her. Yeah, so, so. this was actually going to end up being a shout out, but we'll just wrap it up here oh, yeah, with that. Yeah. But uh, I Can't, yeah, um, her won the best song of the year with I Can't Breathe, which I think was really dope. I think the Grammys kind of got it on that one just because it was so timely. Um, yeah. And also we have to shout out Tierra Thomas, who is uh, yeah, a hometown hero. Hometown hero, yeah. We went to high school with her. Um, probably could still reach out, honestly, but... Uh, but yeah, Tierra Thomas from Naptown, from Indianapolis, Indiana, went to our high school, Lawrence North, uh, and she was actually a writer. She works, she works really closely with her. She actually went up on stage with her yeah. during the speech, and she shouted her out because she helped write the song with her. And actually, the first the time I got to see her perform live, Tierra Thomas was opening for her when she was on tour. So shout out to Tierra Thomas. Yeah, shout out to you. We are proud of you. Um, well-deserved. I'm happy that you've gotten your Grammy. You've written some um, great songs that have gotten you, you know. And she's super talented herself. Yeah, absolutely. Super so, talented. So I, so. Hope that, I hope that you can propel even further in your own career uh, yeah. from this too. But I'm sure you're, you're, you're living well with your oh, yeah. with writing and the people you're surrounded with. But her is an amazing artist she deserves i when i saw her perform i didn't really know her like that like my wife knew was mm-hmm. was the one who wanted to go see her and i was blown away and i was like whatever she gets from here she deserves it so i'm glad that you have gotten song of the year because you are definitely one of the best artists out of our of our like generation right now for sure so yeah shout out to y'all dope all right the hotline all right so I like when that hotline bling. Yeah, so this will be funny. Um, so my guy LS hit the hotline again. Asked me. Um, he basically wanted to know. I don't want to go too long on this, but he basically he's had some conversations of his own, some hip hop talk, uh, mm-hmm. and asked how we feel about Eminem being a guest in hip hop um, because he's not black. Uh, I know that. Eminem has said in like interviews before, like he knew that he was kind of, well, at least when he came in, that he was a guest because he was white or whatever. And LS has had conversations with other people. He didn't agree with them, but they were saying like, oh, he's a guest in hip hop and like Lord Jamar, like right. he had said things like, you know, you're you're a guest in hip hop here, like you know, this is because. So the question is, how do we do we how do we feel about people artists such as Eminem or non black artists like white artists? Are they guests in hip hop because they're not black? Oh my god! I know the answer to this, but go ahead. I think that's the dumbest statement in all statements. I'm sorry, yeah. I do. As long as they're not claiming to be like the Messiah or I created this, then the cult it's it's culture, bro. Like yeah. I don't care what color you are if you're contributing to the culture and you're elevating it, you're a part of the culture. Especially yep. when you make as much history as Eminem has made. Yeah, and not to mention there are a gazillion white writers, producers, guitarists. Pianist, just countless. Like so, I, I, I don't know. I yeah, just, like first of all, hip hop is not. It's not a color. It's not a color. It's not a gender. It's not a location. Um, it so oh anybody goodness. being a guest in hip hop based on any of those things is not the truth. You're a guest in hip hop if you're not for the hip hop culture. Then you're a guest. Yeah. Eminem is one of the shown and proved 
Like he's a you can tell Eminem is a fan of hip hop before anything. Mm-hmm. And any like any artist who's ever featured with him or got in the studio with him, they mm-hmm. always say Eminem, when I got there and met him, he was rapping my verses. Like he's a yeah. fan. You know what I'm saying? He's he's contributed to hip hop culture in yeah, multiple exactly ways. Exactly my point. He's he's super talented in it. He's not just a culture vulture. Like he's he's about this life when it comes to the hip hop. Like he is hip hop. So no, like you can't tell me that anybody that's not black is a guest in hip hop. Stop that because hip hop culture yeah. has never been based on color. And hip hop, well, black people weren't the only people when hip hop started. Like it wasn't just black people. There was, <laughs> it was Hispanic people. It, it, there were white people who helped propel hip hop forward that yes. were just fans of it when it wasn't making any money. So, yeah, and one of the major no. elements of hip hop, graffiti. That's colors. That's all colors. It's all it shades. It was white it's all... graffiti artists tagging trains in New That's... York when it happened. Yeah, so, so, come I mean, on, fam. If, if you don't B-boys, know... If there you... were B-boys of all colors. If you don't know your history, go back. Because we don't even got to like go deep on that. Yeah, but, for uh, sure. I just think people that think like that are stupid. I'm saying it here. I said it. <laughs> like, you stupid. Like, color, color, ain't, color ain't a deciding factor. Your motives are the deciding factor. Mm-hmm. If you a guest in here, you coming in here for money or you trying to front, you're not even a fan, you're just doing it, you're an industry plan, things like that. Like you're just in it for the money. You don't know nothing about the culture. You're not really trying to contribute. You just being a a fuckhead. Like that's <laughs> Yeah. That's that's when you a guest. There like, are black guests in hip hop out yeah, right of now. Of course. That you yeah. know their songs. And I ain't gonna name no names. So let's moving on. But yes, <laughs> thank you for that question. He asked me more than once about answering that question, so I wanted to address that on the show. So there you have yeah, it, my that, That's our that answers. The hotline. You stupid. <laughs> stupid. I'm gonna, what's Takashi be saying? Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. He, right. he is a prime example. Takashi. Oh my. Yeah, that not... is a guest. I don't even know how he's still in the culture. But, you know. Whatever, man. Let's wrap this up. That got me mad. Now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's so wrap let's, this up. Let's go on a lighter note. Let's get to the shout outs. Yeah. Um, so I'm proud again. My, I call him my right hand man in music. Uh, my my music director, uh, my friend, Jaran Rashford, producer, uh, musician, saxophonist. Uh, now he has his own brand, Sax Love Money. He dropped a, um, a beat tape called uh, Today is Tomorrow is Yesterday. And his birthday just passed too, so happy birthday, bro! Oh, yeah, happy birthday, bro! He dropped it on his birthday. Um, he actually has a vinyl of of the of the um, the album, the beat tape that you can check out too. I'm getting my copy, so make sure you oh, get that ready that in the mail. But yes, if you check out at Sax Love Money um, or look up Jaran Rashford, um, you can check out his beat tape. It's it's dope. He's produced multiple tracks on my albums, so just make sure you check that out. Dope. My guy, another person. Atlanta, a young Atlanta legend. Honestly, like he, people, everybody know this dude. Like people in Nap know him. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, Willie Hen, my guy Willie Hen. I've shouted him out before. Yeah, dropped a mixtape called Chief Three, where he it's on SoundCloud because he's actually rapping on other people's beats on this joint too. Uh, but you have to check that out. He's just spitting, having fun. Um, he's dropped multiple projects uh, over the last couple of years, um, but he he has this series of mixtapes called Chief, and he did Chief Three. Just bars on bars, honestly. Um, but make sure you check that out. Willie Hen, proud of you, bro. Keep up the great work. You know I'm a fan, and we got some stuff in the tuck I still haven't put out yet. So, mm. Willie Hen, shout out to you, man. Put Chief Three, make put sure you out. check it out. And we already shouted out that. So, Okay, and I also want to shout out um, 
my guy Dornell Stockstill. Uh, he he just dropped a single. He's actually a producer. He produced my song "Peace and Quiet" uh, on the "Everything Will Be Alright" album. Um, but he's and he he dropped another. He produced another song of mine, but I'll talk about that later. But uh, he dropped his own new single called uh, "New," and he goes by Duro. It's D A apostrophe R O. Um, if you if you look him up, and the song is called "New." He's singing on there. It's a dope R&B record. He actually um, is the music director for Summer Walker. Um, so if oh, you actually, tight. if you if you go to Summer Walker's Tiny Desk performance, like he's playing on there with her, and like he's gone gone on tour with her for multiple years now, I believe. So he's very close to her and her camp. Uh, he's worked with multiple artists. He played, uh, he's played on just. I feel like he played with Usher before too. He's just done a bunch of stuff, okay? But he's a super dope producer and an artist as well. And he just dropped a new single called New. So make sure you check that out. Oh, and that song is hard too because you played it uh, yeah. before we started recording. So, so shout out to Super you, bro. Fire. I just hit you on a text earlier. I, I just dropped, I just <laughs> added that in today because I heard it today and I just shot him a text. So shout you out, bro. So shout out to you, man. All right. Um, let me see my shout outs. Uh, Got to shout out another hometown hero, Mike Conley. Hey. Uh, yeah, NBA player uh, for the Utah Jazz. Uh, he went to our high school, Lawrence North High School. He was a a monster. I Ellen think, is out here, I think bro. We, yeah, I just want to say I that. I think we lost four games in two years with him and Greg Oden. State Killing titles. Um, yeah, went bro. to Ohio. Went it's to real. Ohio State <laughs> as a freshman. They went to the national championship game as freshmen. You know, uh, you know they've been playing together since middle school. Mm. Went to the national championship game. Lost. Um, went to the league. Got drafted. Played for Memphis for the first half of his career. Hell of a point guard. I mean, they bypassed him on All Star. Man, the, I can think of four years where he should have been an all-star over a lot of people, and they yeah. just didn't give it to him because he's in a small market, Memphis. So he's not doesn't get the national, um, you know, national television games like you know, like playing in L.A. or New York or something. Yeah. Um, but now, man, he made the all-star game uh, this year. He was a replacement, but nonetheless, he deserved it. Um, and I'm, I'm just super happy for him. So congrats to him. And he was in the three-point contest, and he almost beat Steph Curry in the three-point contest. It came down to the last ball, bro. Oh, wow. Came down to the last. Steph beat him by one. Dang. So, I mean. Shout out to you, man. So, shout out to you. Congrats, and, uh, you know, keep going. Um, damn, another hometown, another hometown person. It's just nap all day. Uh, yeah, day, nap please. all day. Nap or nothing. Uh, <laughs> Paper Cleveland, bro. Him, uh, he dropped the uh, EP with an artist named Willis. I never heard of this dude, but. He's he's pretty tight too. Uh and the EP is called Long Story Short. It's three tracks. Um it's just super fire. Every every track. You can see the growth um in Paper Cleveland for sure. Um he dropped Hard Liquor Heartbreaks one, then he dropped Hard Liquor Heartbreaks two. Both of those are fire albums if you haven't heard them. And then this one, uh Long Story Short, is is really, really good. So uh I would recommend to go check that out. I listen to it on Spotify. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I'm sure it's on everything. So yeah, go check them out. Paper Cleveland and Willis. Nice. So shout out to you guys, all of y'all, killing it. Nap or nothing. Nap is killing it right now. Yeah, all right, man. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, anyway, all right. So now I want to get into some recommendations. Um, so I know we talked about some um, TV shows and movies. So these are my this is my TV show and movie for this episode. All right. So the wife and I have been binging. This is us. Have you watched this show? Probably not. You probably, I'm sure you haven't watched My it. girl, my fiance watch it faithfully. And sometimes I'll come downstairs and she'll be like crying. And I'll be like, what? <laughs> like, for real? So this show is on Hulu. 
Um, and yeah, it's called This Is Us. It's basically about a mixed family. Uh, and just, it's like, if you ever wanted to look into a show that has like, goes into really backstories of their characters, like, oh my gosh, this is like backstory on backstory on backstory. So, but it's just really good. I can't, it's hard to explain everything, but it's just like a mixed family that there was like adoptions and different races and, and, and all these just different issues and things that go on but they go deep into the backstories of every family member and it's just really good it's a it's definitely a tearjerker i haven't cried but mm-hmm, it sure. is very i'm just playing i have not cried <laughs> i can say that no i haven't cried but you, hey like you said your fiance was crying so mm-hmm. it is a tearjerker it'll definitely get you in your feels but um it's a really good show but it's also funny too and uh, you'll you'll get attached to the characters for sure so i highly highly suggest if you need a new show to binge watch That'll just take you on a journey. This is us is really good. All right. Yeah. And so my movie is uh the United States versus Billy Holiday. Have you checked this out? I have not. Have... All right. So this um yeah, so it's it's about <clears throat> um singer Billy Holiday, um, classic uh black singer Billy Holiday and her um her story basically. And I didn't know all of this about Billy Holiday, but it says the United States. It's another story of a of a famous black person that the FBI was no. not happy about. She had her her most polarizing song is the song Strange Fruit. And it's kind of based around the story of that song. Um, Strange Fruit is about ha- lynchings, basically. Um, and it paints a very, very poetic and vivid picture about uh, about um, lynching. Yeah. And uh, you, Kanye West sampled the song um, before... Um, so I, th- I forget what the song was called with him, but it's like strange fruit hanging. It's just like that's what it's what the blood on the, blood on the leaves. Yeah, so it, he he sampled that song, um, but yeah, but basically the FBI at the time, like the g- government, was not happy about that song because it was just bringing attention to lynchings and and making people feel a certain way, and mm-hmm. they didn't want her to perform that song, and she refused to stop singing that song, <clears throat> and it just talks about how they just tried to stop her in every way that they could, and just all the and just being a black woman with um you know with vigor and just really wanting to to stand up for herself and and make a way for her and just make music. And just all the tribulations she has. So it's just really, it's a really good story. It's it's pretty motivational. It's also very sad, um, but it just shows that you know we've come a long way, and that black people really had to really be about that life if they were going to do some stuff, mm-hmm. especially being a black woman too. So, um, but it's a really good movie. Um, you'll learn a lot too. And also, they talked about the fact that the um, lynching is still not a federal. It's not illegal federally in the United States <clears throat> to this day. That's crazy. They they just tried to pass the bill this year, I believe, or 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 late last year, but it still hasn't. It's still like pending right now, so it's still not a federal crime to lynch <clears throat> in America. So it kind of brings attention to that too, which is insane. Um, they were just talking about that. Uh, um, I forget what state is it. Um, is it Mrs. I forget what I think. There's a there's a I don't want to I don't want to misquote it so I'm not going to talk about it. But there is a state also, I think it's Tennessee actually, that um slavery is not illegal in that state still to this day. And that's, they're actually trying crazy. to vote that's crazy. and they're trying to vote no that to make it illegal. Slavery is still illegal in that state. I believe it's Tennessee. I'm pretty sure. I I if I'm wrong, forgive me. But there is a yeah, there's still a state that. So, we still have have ways to go, but yeah, but anyway, it's a really good movie. You should check it out. All right. Uh, 
for me, I'm into superheroes, man. Uh, the CW has a show. Oh, excuse me, Superman versus Lois. Okay, amazing. Where? Okay, these superheroes. I feel like these super. Yeah, okay, we getting the Gerard amazing. Here. Amazing. I feel like I. I feel like these superhero movies are stepping up. Like it had me hooked. Okay. I end up binge watching the first three episodes. It's super fire. Uh, and I was just like, man, let me check it out. Because DC's kind of been letting me down a little bit. <laughs> but this, it's really, really, really good. What is the, um, what platform is it on? CW. CW. So you can watch it on Hulu. It, whatever network has this, whatever streaming service Hulu. has the CW. I okay. mean, I think they all have it. Uh, I think YouTube TV has it, Hulu. I watch it on Hulu. So okay. check that out. Amazing. Dope. Um, and if you want a movie that's super suspenseful, a twist, and an ending that'll piss you the hell off, <laughs> watch The Lie on Netflix. Um, the Lie. It's one of those movies where you're going to be like guessing what the fuck happened, mm. and you're going to be completely wrong at the end of the movie, and oh, it's going to make you really mad. But just watch it. Okay. The Lie on Netflix. I'm not even going to tell you what it's about because I don't want to ruin it. Just just watch it. Okay. It's a, it's a, I'll give you a little Okay, I'll give you a little bit. Um, a girl sees her friend on the bus stop on the way to a school concert. They ask her to get in the car. The friends end up, the friend ends up disappearing. That's that's how it goes. Okay. There's a bunch of <clears throat> twists and turns. Check it out. All right. The lie on Netflix. Nice. And that's it for me. Cool. And my last little thing is I'll be about these books. I'll be telling y'all. I hope I haven't mentioned this book before, but I actually brought it in today. Uh Black Fortunes. It's uh, called Black Fortunes uh, by Shamari Wills. Um, it's basically the story of the first six African-Americans who survived slavery and became millionaires. Oh, wow. So um, very, very good book. Um, you learn a lot of history, and it's super inspirational um, when it comes to how these people literally came from either were sla slaves or were first generation not slaves mm -hmm. and became millionaires of their time like basically that's crazy which is insane and you wouldn't think you know in the history books you wouldn't think that black people became millionaires from slavery you know what i'm saying you don't even know about it, but there were six of them so it's it's really dope uh you should definitely check it out um i actually got it from the bookstore so one that's out here in la if you haven't black owned bookstore you should definitely check out so one um and i'm also the last thing i'm gonna shout out is uh, this gift, this uh, postcard I got from, it's called Plinth. It's spelled P-L-Y-N-T-H. Um, I actually work with them when I released the Already Cold song where you could take a picture of the cover and it would take you to a link. Mm -hmm. So they sent me this postcard that if you take a photo of the postcard, it takes you to their mixtape that they do every month. And um, I'm actually featured on this mixtape. So if you, um, anybody watching this, if you send, if you've listened this far, Send a, a, a message, either an email, send us to our email, text our hotline, or send us a, a message on IG and just put the words Plinth, P-L-Y-N-T-H, P-L-Y-N-T-H. If you send a message and just say the words Plinth, I'm going to send you a postcard uh, in the mail to um, get a copy of this mixtape. So um, just do that. And shout out to Plinth for having me. I'm going to have more stuff. Um, if you buy my shirt, my Nomad sweatshirt that I wore in the Already Cold video, which is available on our We Spray Love store, if you buy that, I'll have a special treat for you with Plinth uh, after you buy the, buy the sweatshirt. So, dope, dope, dope. That is all for me today. Anything before we wrap up? Nah, man. I think we got everything covered, man. 
again, good to be back in the studio, and let's keep it going. Yeah, for sure. So we appreciate you guys. Yeah. Um, again, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you follow us on IG at where underscore from here. Um, subscribe and hit the notification bell on YouTube. Um, if you primarily listen to our podcast, please subscribe to us. Leave us a five-star review. If you usually watch our podcast um, and you want even more episodes, shows, performances, and more, subscribe to us on our platform, Tone.Vision. Search Tone.Vision. You'll um, be able to check out all of our stuff. Um, this is supporting us directly, and you'll have access to us and way more dope creatives. So that is our show for the day. Yeah. It was a lot. But it was, it was great, great talk. I feel like you. Hopefully, you learned something. Um, hit us up again on these different things we talked about. Make sure you hit our hotline. And until next time, this is where from here. I'm Alfred Nomad. I'm Snell. And until next time, everybody, peace and love. Deuces. I'll see you when I see you.